You have to think back to those days when you were dating and, you know, you'd go, Kim, and you'd pick up Jan and you had no idea what outfit she was going to have on, how beautiful she was going to look. But when you're getting ready together in the same bathroom, that mystery's gone. There is no element of surprise. Right. Why are you ganging up on me all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Art of Custom from Hibbs Homes. Sponsored by Pella Window and Doors and Ferguson Bath Kitchen and Lighting Gallery. In this episode, we sit down with members of our very own Hibbs Homes design team, Anna Ettringer and Ann Fritz, to talk about bathrooms. With the large array of design options and technologies available, it can be hard to make your bathroom selections. But Anna and Anna are here to help. Great acoustics aren't the only thing you want to think about when planning your bathroom. There are so many details and touches to make a bathroom a functional and beautiful place where you can't wait to spend part of the day. And, in fact, famous artists from Alicia Keys to Taylor Swift have admitted to finding sanctuary in their bathrooms to create. That's true, and I find sanctuary in my bathroom where my children can't bother me. <laughs> Just like there are many other rooms in the house, the bathroom has evolved over the last few years, and there are a lot of exciting design elements and products to consider when you're building your new home. Here today to help sort through some of the trends and make the most of these important spaces, we have Anna Entringer and Ann Fritz. They are two members of the Hibbs Homes design team. They're going to share some stories and ideas to help make everything from the powder room to the ensuite, well, Sweet. Anna, Anne, very nice to have you with us. Anne, you're going to do great. We know you were nervous about coming in and joining us for the podcast. Anne is a veteran. You feeling comfortable about this? You know, I feel like I should be singing, actually, <laughs> with all the microphones and the technology and all this stuff. So, yeah, we'll see how I do. We were taking a poll earlier about who actually sings in the shower. I might lose out. Melody, I know your son is really good from what I understand as far as a singer, correct? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like Freddie Mercury. In there. <laughs> <laughs> but do you sing in the shower? I do not. No. I don't. What about you, Anne? I have been known to sing in the shower. <laughs> Anna? Of course, I sing in the shower. Are you any good? I would assume so. I was in choir. <laughs> Nobody, <laughs> I'm nobody's trained. ever told you you weren't, right? Exactly. <laughs> nobody's ever said, can you quiet down? Except me around the office. <laughs> Moving on, um, <laughs> bathrooms, they're a critical component when building a house. And, and we're going to talk about a couple of the more special bathrooms that we built over the years. But when we decided to take this journey, Melody, bathrooms is something we wanted to move up to the top of the list because they're extremely important. They are. You spend so much time in them, and they're secondary to kitchens when it comes to the amount of time and money that people invest into them whenever they're planning their home's design. And they're extremely difficult to renovate if you make the wrong choice. So, <laughs> Are you speaking from experience? Yes, I am. They're terrible. <laughs> yeah, renovation PTSD is real. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, let's talk about new construction. Melody, you did a lot of research on this, which we appreciate. A lot of great topics to cover, so uh, let's jump right in. The National Kitchen and Bath Association, their annual survey came out, and they were talking uh, about the shifts in trends, and it looks like everybody's looking for smart, natural, and functional, kind of the clean and sleek feeling. But what was really interesting was that 
organic and natural feel within bathrooms has it's, it's gone to the top of the list where it wasn't before. So, what exactly does that mean to you, Anne, when you hear some of the the studies and and especially when they're talking about the organic and natural? I think to me it means just soft, soothing colors, trying to you know bring the outdoors in. Having windows where you can see plants and sunlight is always helpful. Even just the finishes, I think on the cabinets, popular finish right now is bamboo wood, which kind of looks exactly like it sounds. It's a light, just soothing sort of a color. And then, of course, just making you know the bathrooms feel just very calming and spa-like. And I think that's the point of this discussion is the bathroom, Anna, should be a place where the, where you can get away from it all. Get away from the kids and the and the, the pets and the, the husbands, right? Yes, it is definitely an escape. It is definitely a place to shut the door, chill, enjoy singing on your own accord, <laughs> and just get a little bit of decompression time. Thinking back over the years that you've been in design, do you have a favorite bathroom? I mean, I love the house we did out in Wildwood where it was very much a take on like the old world charm with the floor that we used to like the new age glossy tiles that had like these creamy tones to them. Definitely using natural wood as the cabinetry, light countertops, just keeping it that airy, light, warm space so that people are excited to go in, even like heated floors. So things you can't see, but you know, add that additional comfort. That shower, I remember walking into the bathroom. It really is a gorgeous bathroom. You described it well, but that shower really, I was taken aback how cool it was. Did they come to you with that idea? Did you kind of collaborate with them? They had worked with an additional designer to really start the layout, but then we modified it to fit their needs to make sure their budget was hit. So we allowed enough of the personality to come through without spending gobs of money to achieve the same look. And that is possible. I want to make that it's possible. clear that you don't have it to spend gobs happen. of money, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> if I remember correctly, they did lay the tile a little bit in an unusual pattern. We did have it just a typical bricklay for the majority of the actual walls, but we did a nice little accent piece where we did more of like a herringbone with a marble surround to that. So it really called attention to it. And when you walk in, that's the first thing you see in the shower. And it's just centered, framed within their door, within the glass, within the space. So many of the people who come to us are scared, literally, that they're not going to be able to be satisfied with the house when it's done. Let's take this bathroom for an example. How do you communicate to people and convince them that they will be pleased once this process is over and just kind of relax and let the creativity flow? It's a struggle sometimes because you want to make sure that they're getting exactly what they want, but then you're also in a showroom with an acre of options, <laughs> looking at a small amount of a tile or like one piece of a tile. How do you imagine it? How can you help see that? So that's, I think, where we come in so candidly to be like, it's going to look great. Just trust me. I got you. It's hard, I think, for people to visualize, which is why they do work with designers. You know, if they could visualize what this tile was going to look like with this paint and this countertop, you know, they wouldn't need us. But we work with these products all the time. So we do have that vision. And then it's just trying to pull all the samples together in a way that they can see it. 
And then sometimes we have to use, you know, different ways to convey that, whether it's through a sketch or through computer drawing or, you know, inspirational photos and things that are similar to what we're thinking often helps them to just see what we had in mind. Pictures help you guys a lot, don't they? Yeah, that is always a starting place when we're working with a client. We always ask them, you know, to bring in any photos or anything that they found online, send it to us, whatever they may have. Sometimes, you know, an inspiration may be a painting that they own or a piece of furniture. Is the sky really the limit in terms of what kind of tiles and materials you should use in the bathroom? Or is there a set of tile that you kind of steer the selections towards? Well, that is a loaded question, and I would have to say, which I'm sure Anna would agree, it all depends on budget, because truly the sky is the limit. You can actually get handmade tiles, hand-painted, or you can, like we were talking about before, just take, you know, a basic subway tile and combine it with, you know, some other accents and keep the cost down and still make it really amazing. Well, in that Wildwood house, the tiles were actually manufactured, but they had a handmade look to them. And that's what made it feel more warm. Mm -hmm. And like, rather than just clean, sleek, contemporary, it kind of meshed the two. Would you say that's trending? Because I've seen it in a couple of projects. I would say it has been, and it will continue to be. It's just something simple. Like the eye is drawn to what can I settle on? It's not a mishmash of this and that. So as long as everything blends together. You all keep using... The word warm is one word that, that I've heard a few different times, which obviously paints the picture to me of what this bathroom looks like. But then when I hear the word contemporary, to me, that seems a little bit colder. Are we seeing more and more people getting away from trying to do the contemporary bathrooms because of that? I don't think they are because you can still play with different textures within a contemporary So you can space. still make it warm? Oh my gosh, yeah. Okay, tell me how. I will tell you them one by one now. <laughs> well, it's just about making sure that you have like the right flooring. So bringing in different textures into your flooring. Maybe it's kind of the like carpet looking tiles. Mm-hmm. You, you've yeah, used that look like linen. Yes. And mm-hmm. they're beautiful and they add that like, okay, I'm comfy in here. And then you can do warmer colors using natural wood for your cabinets. What about if a builder does not have a designer, or let's say you might be building a semi-custom or a production home where that help is not provided? Do you all recommend that someone building a home try to, to solicit the help of a designer, even if it's for just a few hours? I think it's helpful if somebody doesn't want to commit to using a designer for the full project. It's always great to just consult with somebody. And I've done that with clients in the past where they gather their ideas and their finishes and ideas that, you know, they're thinking they want to incorporate. And then to just spend an hour or two with a designer to kind of say, okay, yeah, you're on the right track here, or let's pull in some warmth here or, you know, different colors here. It really does just make them feel comfortable that they are on the right track. Talk about the importance of cabinetry in the bathroom. It's huge. It's storage. It's in essence, hiding the potential mess. But we used Amish-made cabinetry in there, so it was all handcrafted. We did U-shapes around the P-trap, so you get the maximization of your space in there. And we even floated it. So in essence, you're losing some space by floating your cabinets, but you still have full access to the entire cabinet by using that U-shape. Did you guys use under-cabinet lighting when you floated those cabinets? No. 
it's just something that I find too adds to that warmth yes. and you know, it's so nice to have a different type of lighting that's just there kind of for mood. Right. The 2020 St. Louis Home Builders Association Custom Home of the Year was a home that we built out in town and country. Mm -hmm. And they had some under cabinet lighting. And I've, I've read that that's kind of a trend going in bathrooms right now. And there were some cool lighting effects in a recent house you completed in Chesterfield too. Right. They actually did a lot of, you know, different types of lighting. One in particular was, and it was the first time I had done this, but they had wanted a lighted shower with LED strips that changed color. So the entire shower was computerized and controlled by a panel on the wall. And with, you know, a touch of a switch, they could change the color of the lighting in the shower. That was the first time I had done that, which was really interesting. What I've been doing a lot, too, is lighted shower niches, which are really kind of nice. We did one in town and country where the shower niche ran the width of the back wall of the shower, and then we did LED tape light to light up the entire length of the niche. I'm still fascinated by this color changing. I mean, like, this is like performance quality, like lighting going on in this bathroom. It was. And I can guarantee that he did some singing because he also had speakers. <laughs> he had speakers in the shower. And he also had a body dryer in the shower, which is really interesting. And it was also a steam shower. So there was a lot of time spent in that shower for sure. There's a lot of smart elements that are coming into bathroom design now. Are bidets really becoming a thing? Smart oh bidets? They're everywhere. Yes, they are. Yes. And they're not like the old bidets that, you know, in the old days you straddled backwards and all that. They're called washlets now. And you sit on it like a toilet seat. You approach it. The top actually opens automatically when it senses you. It has a nice warm seat, and then it does everything you want it to. You program it to work the way you want it to work, and it's wonderful. You can even personalize it. Yeah. So for your booty versus your spouse's booty. Right. There's so many things. Yes. And even the inside of the toilet can have colors that come. I have so many thoughts about this. I'll throw in a really cool technology that we did. Actually, it's been several years ago, but we've actually recessed some televisions behind mirrors. And when the TV's not on, obviously, you can't see the television. But the minute you turn it on, you can see it right through the mirror. So many options, many different opportunities in a bathroom. And one of the reasons we wanted to have you know, this conversation today. This podcast is sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors. Pella is the industry leader in innovation and style. Windows have become a key element in home design, and Pella has the product and professionals to guide you to your perfect solution. Pella is cutting edge in energy efficiency, durability, and performance. If you're tired of looking through screens, check out the Pella Integrated Roll Screen that you won't see until you need it. Pella offers the broadest selection of premium products to meet any budget and any design inspiration. Allow Pella to show you what they can do to improve the style and comfort of your home. With Pella's limited lifetime warranty, you won't have to worry about windows and doors again. Call 314-714-0100 to make an appointment or visit our showroom in Chesterfield Valley. 
I want to make sure that we touch a little bit on um, layouts too, because it's not just, you know, the, the large ensuite that you have to think about whenever you're designing a bathroom. And you told me something pretty interesting about what you think what saves a marriage when it comes to bathrooms. I think separate master bathrooms really, truly can save a marriage. And the reason I say that is you have to think back to those days when you were dating and, you know, you'd go, Kim, and you'd pick up Jan and you had no idea what outfit she was going to have on, how beautiful she was going to look. And then you picked her up and you saw her and your heart just went, you know, pitter-patter. But when you're getting ready together in the same bathroom, that mystery's gone. There is no element of surprise. Right. And I just really think... Why are you ganging up on me all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> if you are sharing a bathroom, is there any technology that you would recommend? A great exhaust fan. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. You can even get the ones that are set on timers. A lot of people are using that in their kids' bathrooms, where it's like a 30-minute timer is on. They know when they flip the switch on to even turn it on. It'll be off in 30 minutes. They don't have to worry about it running all day. So I'm going to bring this conversation to a different level for just a moment. From a construction standpoint, you need to have the timer or have a humidistat in your fan because you've got to exhaust the moisture out of the bathroom. Not only does it save the marriage, apparently, but it also <laughs> will help from creating mold in the bathroom. So that's something, and I'm glad you mentioned that. We've talked a little bit about floating vanities. We've talked a little bit about some under-cabinet lighting and things like that. Tubs, in or out? I keep hearing conflicting reports in the master bathroom. Mm, it just depends on the type of person you are. I am a bathtub person, so for me, a bathtub would never be out. But the days of, you know, the drop-in tubs with the tile surround and all that, that's gone. People are moving more to freestanding tubs, which take up less space. And I think just, you know, a cleaner look. But then you've always got people, too, that would prefer just to go with a shower. And in cases like that, they generally want a bigger shower, a lot of times a two-person shower. Aren't you finding, Anna, too, that walk-in showers are very popular very. without the door? I had a client that actually wanted a walk-in shower without a door, so he had a partial wall, which we referred to as the whiskey ledge. <laughs> so he would set his drink, you know, on his ledge, then take his shower, and that was his relaxation. So I want to warn people about that, just again, from my perspective as a builder, make sure you have the drain located in the right location so you don't have water out onto the bathroom floor. And number two, we have heard complaints that if you don't have a door, sometimes too much you know, air transfer, it's not mm -hmm. warm. Because half the time when you take a shower, you want to be warm and comfy. So when you're singing, you don't have to like right, cut so it short. Right, so your vocal cords stay loose. Exactly. And sometimes if you don't have a door, <laughs> it gets too cold in there and it might affect your singing. It might. Couple things to think about along it the back front. It also does impact the cost when building. Right. That we're finding because you have to actually set your floor in the beginning. That does save cost, but it is still a higher expense than just putting a four-inch curb in. Heated floors are something we had. I think Anna, you brought that up earlier. Inexpensive way to make sure that that bathroom really is comfortable. So I highly recommend that. It's it's something that you really should look into in master bathrooms as well. And there are some fancy luxe details that have been kind of popping on my radar lately. Seating stations with coffee makers in the bathroom. <laughs> Talk to me about this. When you're getting ready in the morning, how wonderful to just be able to roll out of bed and just grab your coffee and 
turn that shower on and have that water heat up while you're drinking that coffee and your if you warm need tile a, floor. Exactly. And, oh my gosh. Oh, and back to that warm tile this floor. I did want to mention you can put those on a timer too, so oh, that can go. actually be warming before you. Step and different temperatures foot. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can have it come on at four in the morning. Yeah, it'll warm up by that, and then you can have it turn off at nine o'clock in the morning. So, very good point there as well. We're talking about wall coverings and things. I'm starting to see and hear about more and more bold wallpaper and things like that. True? True. Very true. Wallpaper is definitely coming back, but in smaller doses, but I think in bolder patterns. So like an accent wall behind a bed in a master bedroom or, you know, maybe just doing a powder room instead of, you know, doing an entire kitchen. Now more than ever, it's important for you and your family to enjoy the spaces you're in most often. Count on the experts at Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery to help you make the most of home and create a space you'll love to live in together. Shop online or schedule a personalized consultation to discover stunning products from the comfort of your own home. So we've talked a lot about master bathrooms. Let's talk about secondary bathrooms, kids' bathrooms, powder rooms, anything there that we should be aware of or go with less expensive tubs and flooring to save some money so you can spend it all in the master. Uh, Anything (laughs) we're missing there? I don't think so. I think that's pretty much it is, you know, most people want to try to keep the costs down in those areas. But Anna, the powder room is important. Pay, pay some attention to always that. always important. That's the place your guests are going to see. One thing I wanted to mention with a Jack and Jill, we did a home down in Eureka, and I loved how they did their layout because they had two little girls, so they each had their own vanity area, but then the girls shared like the toilet and the shower space, mm-hmm. which made a lot of sense to me. As they're growing up, they're each going to want to have their own space to get ready, but they do share well. So why not utilize that one space? And that is a good cost-saving feature because then you don't have the separate tubs and toilets. So you saved yourself a few thousand dollars. On powder rooms, again, trying to think budget and, and helping clients find ways to save money. We've had several clients who've actually purchased from from Wayfair the, the combined vanity that comes with the top and the faucet and everything. They look great, really good pricing, and seem to fit in well into custom homes. They do. It's just a matter of will it arrive safely and unharmed. <laughs> and especially in this day and age with uh, supply chain Correct. disruptions due to COVID and everything, it can be a little bit more of a challenge. But I know that many of our clients have gone down that route successfully. Yes, for sure. I've saved gobs of money in a couple of more of the contemporary homes. It's fun, too, to do it in a powder room where you want something just a little bit different and unique rather than just a typical, you know, vanity cabinet with a sink dropped in. You know, you can find pieces that look antique, just very different looks if you, you know, do your research. Is there anything unique about pool baths? Pool baths are great because they open to the outside. So when you're using the pool, you can come directly into the bathroom and not track water everywhere. But I've seen them just very simple, toilet and a sink. I've seen them elaborate with, you know, big shower, cubby areas to hang towels, wet swimsuits. I've even seen them with washers and dryers. Oh, wow. So I would recommend, because we have had some that try to design it pretty simple, but I think even a simple 
pool bath needs to have some sort of a changing station and where you can hang up some clothes and sit down to yeah, take on shoes and socks and things like that. So at a minimum, try to incorporate some sort of a changing station. Yeah, I agree. I think if you're going to put a bathroom in there, make it really function for what it's supposed to do, the pool bath. You know, people are going to be changing in there. Great conversation as always. Anne and Anna, thank you guys very much. Melody, what did you think of Anne's maiden voyage? I think you did fantastic. Oh, thank you. We it might have to so have her back again. Fun. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it, it was a fantastic voyage. Oh. <laughs> Can I break somebody's out into song so, now? I was going to say somebody's <laughs> going to sing that. <laughs> let it flow. Let it flow. <laughs> on that note, we're going to flow right on out of here. Thank you, guys. You're going to join us actually on our next episode as well. Yes. So we look forward to that. Melody, I'm not quite sure I've had so much fun taping one of our podcasts of late. Anne and Anna were just priceless, and I knew they were going to be full of energy and full of good ideas, too. They were, and lots of song. Lots of song. Can you believe we got a? We couldn't even get her to participate in the podcast the first couple of years. Now she's on the podcast and she's singing. Let it flow. Let it flow. <laughs> Well, if you didn't get enough of the episode, make sure you check out the show notes. We're going to link our bathroom design gallery so you can get inspired. Melody, tell us a little bit more about what that exactly is. Those are all kinds of pictures from previous projects, okay. uh, highlighting everything from tubs to these walk-in showers. You'll also find some photos from specific projects that we talked about during the episode. Very cool project. So that's something you definitely want to check out for sure. By the way, you can find our previous season on Spotify and, of course, Apple Podcasts. And you can follow us to continue your room-by-room journey as well. You're going to find show notes, more resources on our website, which is www.hibshomesusa.com. And you can connect with us on social media to ask any questions or to learn more. So, Melody, we've talked about bathrooms. The logical choice for next episode would be? The bedroom. The bedroom. So we hope you join us then. For more information, visit www.artofcustompodcast.com or find us on Facebook as The Art of Custom and on Twitter at Art of Custom Pod. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts to get the latest episodes, and please rate and review to help us grow. The Art of Custom is produced by Hug Monster Sound, with original music by Adam Frick-Ferdine. Thanks for listening! Thanks for listening!